The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I'm your host, Tim, certified sex educator. I identify as a chaotic homosexual. And why do gay guys buy ribbed condoms? Well, it gets better traction in the mud. Today on the show, I have a very funny comedian all the way from La Ciudad de Mexico. <laughs> Keenan, how are you doing, mi amigo? Hey, what is up? How's it going, Tim? Good to be here. I am so excited to have you on because we connected first on Instagram and then I saw your material and I was like, this guy is not only hot, but also funny. So you're funny for a gay guy. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, but you're really funny. funny for... You're funny for Oh my for God, a gay first guy. of all, thank you. <laughs> that... I that's very funny coming from another gay man because it's like that's that it's like the opposite. Usually, I would get I would I don't even get that from people. But um, I don't even get that from people. I um, I think the only people who would who would think that are comedy club bookers. Really? (laughs) How comedy club bookers been like? You're funny for a homo. You're a hilarious Uh, fag. Minus the funny part. Minus the funny part. They're just like you're a homo. So that's enough. That's enough to tick off the diversity checklist, right? Yeah. Well, I wish it was that. It was more like some. Boy, we're getting right into it here. But I, I, it was. It's more like it's. There have been times when comedy club bookers have been like, "Um, we'll put you in the gay area. There are gay shows. There's a gay show and over here and a gay track because you're a gay comedian." And I'm just like, "I'm just a comedian. You could put me in the room with all of the people." I know. Like, why like, do I, I have they'll to be categorized? Me. They'll, they'll, they'll understand. Exactly. Like, the, if people get me, I'm people definitely get me. Like, uh, and they'll they'll understand. Yeah, because like, what and makes, they can handle it. And uh, you know, what makes your comedy specifically gay? Right? It's comedy is comedy, right? Yeah, comedy's comedy's comedy. Um, yeah. if it's funny. You know, people people are gonna laugh about it. Exactly. What got you into comedy, first of all? By the way, thank you for calling me very funny and hot. Because you are. I'm not going to lie to your face. It's just my way of trying to hook up with you when I get to Mexico. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, are you a top or a bottom? <laughs> I'm, vers- <laughs> uh, I'm versatile. Oh, go. yeah. Me too. Me too. So we could have Perfect. fun for days. Best for, of both worlds. So, for so long. <laughs> um. But yeah, what got you into comedy? <laughs> uh, what got me into comedy? Uh, well, it's like, good question. I, I, I guess the first thing that comes to mind, and the most honest answer is that the other stuff wasn't working. Nothing else was working in my life. 
Mm-hmm. Um, nothing else was making me happy. In when I think back to my, I, I mean, going way back, like I was like the funny kid in in school. Like I was like a class, kind of a class clown growing up. So I did you and I I did like was I was more like the obnoxious kid who would make fun of the teacher all the time in the back of the room. Teachers really oh hated troublemaker and, and, and kid, yeah yeah a hot bad boy yeah. And I, I don't think I was hot at the time. I think I definitely wanted the attention and I definitely could not control what came out of my mouth. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it was just like when thoughts would come in or when a joke would come in, I was like, this is too good. This comes out. And there was no, there was no stopping me. There was no reason. No one ever told, no one ever taught me like you shouldn't speak. I think that message never gave, I never like, or I never understood the message from anybody well enough of like, there's a time for you to shut, to not speak. That, that never made any sense to me, evidently. Like that never <laughs> registered. The attention always needs to be on me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I so, and, well, and it's like, it, it was, yeah. And so, and it, it, it probably also came from like just unconsciously wanting more attention um, in school. But um, or consciously, but, um, I think like once I was in my twenties, you know, I, I always liked comedians and especially like comedic actors, SNL. I always, I was, uh, I, I, a bit of stand up comedy. Yes. I, I liked, uh, I loved, you know, com- like I said, comedy movies and all this stuff in SNL. And, but I, I didn't think that I could like be a stand up comedian. I didn't think that was like a career really. But in my but in my twenties, as I was uh, doing you know work and other jobs, and having mental health issues, a gay guy with mental health issues, whoa, unheard of. Yeah, <laughs> unheard of, right? I think like I think just just really struggling. I think I did an improv. I did an improv class in my when I was twenty three in New York, just to kind of get out, just to kind of like, oh, this would be a way to like get out of my head and get into the present moment. Mm. And when I did that. I was like, this is a revelation. Oh yeah. I was like, I was like, I've never felt this good or this alive in the moment. I've never, I didn't know this like alchemy was possible that these people could be on stage from nothing and create something really uh, hilariously funny when either you'd go to shows or if you were lucky enough to be part of a scene that was actually made really, really funny. And it just made you feel, made me feel really connected and, and probably really human on some level. And it was kind of addicting. And um, later on, I, I, I stopped doing it for whatever reason. I stopped doing it for a little while. And then I picked it back up in my late 20s improv and um, did a lot of improv. And ye- a couple years into improv in that stage, somebody suggested to me, why don't you try an open mic? This, this woman, this bartender in Brooklyn was like, come to my open mic for five minutes at this bar in Brooklyn, uh, she's like, I think it would be, you would like it. You'd be good at it. It was this dive bar in Brooklyn and I didn't really want to do it. She's like, you should do it. And I did it. And I was like, oh, I think I could do this. I think I, I when I was up there and I watched, she, it was weird. She had this open mic, but she had some of like the better comedians in New York at her mic and you watch them and they were amazing. <laughs> and then I, I was terrible. Uh, oh, like, you bombed! Aww. Oh, yeah, but it was like, yeah, oh, yeah. But there were a couple funny moments. But I also felt like I watched them and I was like, oh, I could do this. And 
I think from that moment, it was kind of the start of it. It's a long answer, but that was like the start of it was me being like, I could do this. And as I did more of it, I was like, yeah, I'm much more suited to this than improv. Like my, I'm not stand up. Yeah. Great. I'm, I'm not, I had my moments in improv, but even like UCB, the theater was like, yeah, we don't want you. Uh, UCB said they, they, we don't want you. Holy yeah. Like shit. I kept applying for like advanced stuff, the advanced, like next level stuff. And they didn't accept me. Uh, it's, it, I had, it's not that I was bad at it at all, but there, I was, I was probably mixed at it. I had my good moments and bad moments and like improv has, has, has a lot of challenges, you know? Um, yes. And all the fucking yeah. time. <laughs> oh I feel like I God. just went on for a long time with you. Just No, there, you did not anyway, trust so. me. It's okay. I'm used to long and boring. No, I'm kidding. You're not boring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm trying to sleep with you. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, I am used to improv uh, mainly because I was escorting for like four years and having to act my way through shit. <laughs> and also because I was like pretending to be straight for 21 years of my life. <laughs> it didn't come out until I was 21. So mm. I get it. But like stand up is, is like something that I'm hoping to get back into because there's just something about making people laugh that's so sexy to me. And, you know, it, it's it's just nice to like make someone someone's few minutes, you know, a lot better than their whole day. Like you, you tell a joke and they laugh, they feel better. Hopefully they get laid and then boom. And it's just like it's such a great feeling. And I was wondering, you're uh, you're doing it for the sex. You're you're. you're I'm always doing, doing everything doing for stand sex. up for the sex. Correct. <laughs> Which I'm actually kind of curious uh, because you're a comedian. How long have you been doing comedy for or stand up comedy? Stand up for seven years. Seven years. So in that time of doing stand up for seven years, on the topic of like, because this is a sex ed podcast, I'm wondering, have you had any like chuckle fuckers? Okay, like you. I think that's why you're you're having me on the podcast. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I've been discovered. <laughs> You've been, but you're very clear about it. You're very obvious about it. And, uh, was I trying to be subtle, me? You're, <laughs> that's the good thing is you're not subtle at all. Listen to the no. last podcast. You're like I'm a I'm a. You're like I was a sugar baby. I was an escort. <laughs> I'm horny. I I'm a pig. Like I haven't even listened. To, I haven't even listened to all your podcasts. But like I'm pretty sure that those are the theories. Those are the my pronouns are cum dump. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. I love the terms cum dumpster. By the way, yeah, that's like my favorite term. Like I don't. I don't. I love calling somebody a cum dumpster. I love calling myself a cum dumpster. I mean, I, it's I just, a nickname. It's like my That's, favorite, right? It's so like, oh, you know that cum dumpster some, over there, dumpster fire. Yeah, oh, dumpster fire too. And then someone, some top is like, oh, I, that's not me. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm. I'm not a cum dumpster. And we're like, just Sis. Like, who can't, we know you. Fu- we know you top. Like you don't have to. Like yeah. you don't have to. Like. <laughs> That's one of my pet peeves. Like you don't have to like remind us every second that you're a top. How insecure are you right? in your topness? You're still gay. <laughs> you're you. I'm, you're a cum dumpster. 
like girl it's fine you're a top we get it but you're still a fucking fag like the rest of us with your fan clack and your heels like stop who are you trying and whether to or not you're, you're fine you're a, you're you're not a cum dumpster in your butt you're one in a cum dumpster in your mouth whatever yeah it is, it's fine a... tops are so annoying but we need yes. them circle of life i guess C- certain <laughs> certain tops are certain tops that insist on being like I'm different because I'm not. <laughs> are, are, are weird. I'm macho. <laughs> exactly. Bro. Oh. They're the ones that say bro oh. in bed. Uh. <laughs> ah, interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is a little bit much. That's, yeah, that's a little bit much. Right? If you get called a bro or like dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it, oh, it, it, God. Uh, even worse when they're like, I don't kiss. Why the fuck not? Why? <laughs> I'm so pissed at those tops who were like, I don't kiss on the... Like, what the fuck do you mean you don't kiss? But, like, you're willing to eat my ass, but you won't kiss me? <laughs> what the fuck? It's, I mean, it's only happened to me a couple times with, like, people who are, like... I would say that call themselves bi, but... Uh, but, bi. yeah, it's... it's In it's quotes. <laughs> but you we all but, know bi is a stepping me. stone. No, kidding. Bye. <laughs> kidding. Um, and by the way, no, I mean of course that they they some of them really are bi, but um uh it's it, it's just like a little when you don't want to kiss somebody, it does make you think like it makes you think like do you do you think that person maybe is just afraid to go there? Like they're just afraid to take that step. Yeah, what the fuck? Like of all the sexual acts, I think kissing is like v- even less than vanilla, really. It's kind of like a handshake at this point. <laughs> yeah, and it's exciting, and it like it's the it's important. It's yeah, it's key. It's key to the whole experience. I recommend it. Yeah, I ten out of ten. Important. Ten out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, but you yeah. asked me something. What did you ask me? Chuckle fuckers. Do you get some? Oh, do I get some? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, Yes, there's no doubt about it. There's, um, what do you want to know about them? Like, how has a chuckle fucker, like, approached you after a show? And have you ever, like, I, I guess, like, you Fuck know, them. pursued one? Yeah, right after the show. Oh, no, never. I've never had sex with any men that were interested in me. <laughs> um, that's it. <laughs> 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 Why would I want to have um, sex with the ones who actually like me? There's, there's, there's so many, <laughs> there's too many, uh, there's a lot of story. There's a lot of it, I would say. And I'm trying to think of like, of, of when it, of when it happens. But I mean, if the guy is cute, like absolutely, like generally, like absolutely. I think the thing, one of them that comes to mind is really early on in stand up. I performed on a show in Brooklyn. I didn't even do particularly that well on the show, but this guy liked the performance. And he was talking to me afterwards, like glowingly, smiling. He's like, wow. Like, like, wow, just with that glint in his eyes. And he was cute. <laughs> and, and so I invited him to get drinks with me because I was, I was lonely. Uh, but also... <laughs> <laughs> Which is the no. <laughs> kind way to say horny. Okay, we get it. We get it. <laughs> um, but I was just—I had nothing to do. 
and <laughs> if I didn't get drinks, bored. I would, yeah. And we went to like this arcade bar and we're like flirting and we're talking and at the, and he, you know, good connection, strong connection. And at the bar, he said that he was, um, straight. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, God I was just like, damn it. I, was ah. like, I am not. Yeah. I, well, I was like, I am not getting that vibe at all. And I, so I, I, but we still, we had a good time and all, and all that stuff. And we stayed, we stayed in touch. I was just like the way you could tell when someone like looks at you a certain way, when someone is really enamored, like straight guys don't generally look at me with that, like starry eyed, like enamored look. Um, they'll be like, Hey, that was funny, bro. But they, they, they don't generally like hang on in that like connected way. And so we we parted, we parted ways and we stayed in touch. And then I think like months later, I asked him to go to a movie and we went to see, um, that movie with, uh, what's, what's that movie with, um, Ryan Gosling. It was really bad and everyone thought it was good. Uh, Hollywood Town or whatever. Oh, what La La Land? La La Land. Yeah. I just called it Hollywood Town. Good for me. La La Good Land. It's me. that movie where it's like how white people explain jazz to black people. Yeah, La La Land. Yeah, and I didn't see the whole movie, but I didn't. I wasn't loving it. And we made out during the movie. Okay, what? So we made out during the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what? the story continues. We made out during the movie, and it was really hot. And um, I we left in the middle of the movie to go to my house. And um, hooked up at my house. And, um, you know, we've stayed in touch ever since. And then after that happened, a couple months later or whatever, it was like, da-da-da-da-da. He pops up on Facebook like, X person is in a relationship with a man. Um, this guy was – so I converted this guy into being gay. Oh, to the correct side. You converted him to the correct side. That's good. Exactly. We always need more gay missionaries out there. Uh, exactly. <laughs> shout out to exactly. Mormon Boys, one of my favorite studios. <laughs> Are you a I fan? I should watch that. I don't. Oh no, I don't. I mean, I don't. I'm. That's a little white for me. <laughs> True. Uh, it is so lacking in melanin, but uh, which porn isn't? Unless it's like <laughs> all the porn I watched, Tim. Yeah. I'll tell you. Do you want some porn that has melanin? Just. Look I, at my search history. <laughs> I will. I, I'll take you up on that, Keenan. <laughs> what kind of porn are you into? Oh, I just opened myself up to that. Oh man, um, <laughs> this is. I just opened myself up to that. Wow. Correct. Okay, we'll just go ahead and get canceled with this podcast. No problem. Let's do um, it. I'm canceled. Let's already. do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, like, let's see. There's, there's different. Different porn, but I, I generally stay in the Latin or Black or Asian section. <laughs> I so like have all a over chance. The world. Perfect. <laughs> I know I have a chance now because I am part Latino and like Asian to become this Filipino mess. Perfect. Oh, I am. Oh. I got oh, a chance. Oh yeah, you're a good candidate, definitely mm-hmm. for me. Um, send over your tape. Uh, I love audition a mix. My casting couch kind of. Uh... <laughs> oh, that would be hot. No, I love those. I love the casting couch, um, like build up. I like the build up when the POVs. I don't. I don't... Yeah, unless there's like a, a weird 
middle-aged white guy behind the camera that's always saying like, so you, uh, you go to the gym? Um, <laughs> how what is this, how Chuck, often do you go? Chuck Hunter? <laughs> yeah, or just like, uh, have you ever been with a... Like the questions that are just like really basic and just like, in general, I don't really want to hear that middle-aged white man. It's always like the same sounding guy that like... It sounds like he's had know, too many cigarettes before the recording. Like, ooh. yeah. Anyway, and then he'd like you like just have like his hand or something or his like uh, or his like mouth without his like I just that's just weird with mouth without his face. I'm just like without his eyes. It's just weird. But yeah. the setup between like two two guys on the couch and them like flirting with each other and talking with each other and being like, yeah, never been with a guy. Oh, okay, well, like I'll like <laughs> get you. Go- I'll I'll we could do something about that. I'll warm you up. Like I like that whole vibe. So like bait buddies. <laughs> where you know the names uh, of all of it i have watched the a little bait too much buddies? Porn. yeah bait buddies so the the context of bait buddies is that there's one straight guy yeah i say that in quotes for those who can't see <laughs> and there's like your <laughs> gay actor who then kind of like coerces or plays and teases the straight guy and then they see how far they can push them into doing whatever it is that the cameraman wants them to do that it's sounds just, awesome it's so fake because the straight guy is like gay so the acting as a straight is so bad <laughs> but people will eat that shit up with a spoon like oh my god uh same thing with uh what's that that sounds, that sounds like a that sounds like the porn I'm into. Eat that shit with a spoon. Yeah. Oh, your dog. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the dogs are going. They're barking at something. Okay, I thought they were about to start a hump fest. I'm like, I'm jealous. Ah uh, yeah, they, know, they, they fight with each other. They don't really hump each other, but they fight yeah. with each other. So I I'm still kind of hanging on to that story of you converting a straight guy into our into the correct orientation. Because that is, <laughs> that is so amazing. Have you, like, was that your first and only, like, quote-unquote straight experience? I like your, the way that you make homosexuality, like, you bu- you're, you're, like, bullying straight people by calling homosexuality <laughs> correct. You've turned the whole thing upside down. I by assume being like, everyone we have to is do- gay. Like uh, gay conversion therapy on homosexuals. That's what you're going to get. Well, because when you hear conversion therapy, it's always from gay to straight. What about the other way around? Right. (laughs) Or like I go like walking through the streets, assuming everyone is gay until proven straight. So you have to come out to me as straight. (laughs) That's a good, that's a good way to be. Right. Um, Because. Shoot my shot with anyone. You're like, you seem like a very confident person. Like you seem like. Thank you. It's the therapy working. <laughs> and and you're just like going around being like attracting that energy of like I'm getting, you know, you probably convert a lot of straight guys. And don't tell me you don't, because I know <laughs> I can tell the kind of person you are already. Um I you've done it. I have. Uh and it was all paid. Thank you very much. Uh oh. <laughs> so I have had the reason I can tell that you are that guy is because you have that positive accepting energy and you're literally like this like vibe for a straight man to be like um he's definitely gay like first of all you're definitely gay there's no question about it I'm trying to like, hide it with my red hair and my nail polish and my piercings 
I'm trying. And, Don't tell anyone, Keenan. <laughs> and we know you're horny and thirsty. Always. Uh, and I'm dehydrated. And 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 so you have that positive um, vibe that like attracts safety to for them. I that's that's <laughs> those are the people who are who who convert. Uh, I I actually don't convert straight guys that much because I think they see me as like a threat, kind of like a little bit intimidating. I'm like a too oh. intimidating. Yeah. What about you? So intimidating. I find you so friendly. Well, also because I want to sleep with you, which is why I find you friendly. But like, <laughs> what is it about? <laughs> what is that's, it about? Um, that's a good question. Like, what is it about me that's intimidating? Uh, I I don't know. I think like maybe the. I'm just brainstorming, but like maybe for really get the really straight guys or the guys who think they're straight, it's my masculine presentingness um, <laughs> that they find that they are not that they're like I'm, I'm I, I I and I don't know. There's a lot that to unpack there, but I just like that's part of my that's part of the guess that I have that you know and and it's not that I'm. When I use that word, I know that that's not a proper, uh, that's a problematic word, you know, say in the, in the community, but I'm just, it's that like, it, it's, it's that, it's how a lot of people perceive me. So that's the only reason I'm using it. I don't know. I don't know why I can, why I can intimidate, but I just, I feel that, that I have that vibe sometimes. Yeah. But it's hot. In, in, in all, like in all, I, in, I can, I am friendly. People know that I'm friendly. But it's, I think there's also a somewhat intimidating side of me that I, I don't fully understand because I, I don't mm. actually get it because I try to like bring people in in a setting and make people feel warm, make people feel welcome and welcome. If I host a show, it's like I'm like hosting a dinner party. I make, try to make everyone feel welcoming. I go talk to the crowd. I go sit in the crowd with people. I go even in like I feel like I, my whole, I feel like a very welcoming, warm person. And mm-hmm. I think people would agree with that. But at the same time, there's an intimidating factor that I really don't, I think, understand. And it, it affects my life. You know, I think it's probably the straight guys who are like, this guy's a little too confident. I'm thinking he might steal my girl. And that's probably... <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Honestly, if the world would let us, gay guys are going to steal every single straight girl out there. We're all hot. We're all in shape for whatever reason and yes round is a shape and like <laughs> we have better fashion sense none i've never seen a gay guy wear cargo shorts before so yeah like blame yourself straight men for why you're so ugly and doing the literal least <laughs> not even the bare minimum <laughs> but like below the minimum <laughs> but you but you asked me um you asked me. You had to. You asked me a question. Sorry, you asked me something. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> oh, um, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. I, I forgot. We can move on. I to wanted to answer, question. and I went, and I went into, I went into uh, something else. No, I, I, let me try to remember what I asked you. I think I asked you, uh, way back, and no, I already asked you about the chuckle fucker thing. Oh, you asked, asked me if I had been with. If that was the first straight guy that I had been with, who is yes. he's not straight anymore. Anymore, and, yeah. <laughs> and um, I don't. Th- I think there have been. There's been one since then. Again, it happened where I. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had 
sex with a guy who doesn't really sleep with guys very much or he has a girl. Let me put it this way. Okay. I had, I, I, oh God, should I not say, I just said it. I had sex with a guy <laughs> who has a, who has a girlfriend. I, and, and that has happened. That happened to me once in my life. And, mm-hmm. uh, so that happened. Yeah. Fun. I mean, yes, I have had sex with how many of my clients who all had wives, but hey, that was their business, not mine. Uh, I've had a guy fall in love with me so much that he wrote me in his will when he passed away. And that oh, was a wow. Very, That's everybody's dream. It was a very awkward um, estate settlement uh, thing because I was sitting across the table from the wife and the kids and oh they God. were like, who's this? Oh I'm God. like... I'm just. Oh my god! I, I don't. Want, I don't want this. <laughs> but also, that's a great scene for for a movie and for a TV show. I was thinking the same thing, but I was just like, I want to get out of here as soon as possible. Can I just have whatever he he gave to me, or bequeathed to me, and then be on my way? God, it was so and, awkward. Um, and did you get the money? I did. It's in. I put it away in like a savings. So I'm like. I'm not going to touch that until I retire because that is a nice hefty amount of money. And, and oh wow. Yeah, the the family um, was like a lot is like do you uh, oh. ten, like uh, there's a comma in there. Nice. Yeah, so there's nice. one comma. Has the in family there. have you had any interaction with the family where nope. they um, nope. Okay. <laughs> okay. They have ha- they have tried to contact me and I kind of just blocked and then moved on with my life. What do they? <laughs> what do you think they want from you? They probably want it back from you. It's like it's not yours. I'm like, well, he gave it to me. It's in the will. Yeah. <laughs> and this was his wife and and kids and were there. Kids. You think? Yeah, at the settlement uh, meeting or whatever you call it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. They. They. Um. I mean, I if 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 he didn't. If he told them when he was alive, like that's that would be a, that would be understandable. But if he mm-hmm. waited till he died to have you show up and be like, "I like guys' butts," by the way, that was weird. <laughs> hey. I, I, I like I like Filipino cock. Then hey. like that's like a real fuck you to the family. True. Uh, listen, I am cursed Not with. The- I'm cursed with amazing sexual prowess. It is a burden that I bear, uh, heavier than Jesus and the cross. But I will go around and try to use my gift as responsibly as I can. <laughs> that is the best. And, you know, please teach me your ways. Um, <laughs> well, I could always I, use uh, some tips. I could always use some. I mean, I'm good, but I, I'm not great, probably. I could then let me get my ass to Mexico, Keenan, and I will show you uh, free of charge the best. This is the content that your listeners want. The, yeah. the, the comedy that turns it directly into flirting. Exactly. This I mean, is exactly what I, they need. I need to flirt with my guests. <laughs> Otherwise, what kind of content do I have? I have no personality, I'm just a whore. Uh, <laughs> We'll be right back after this commercial break. Yes! Hey, you sick motherfuckers! I've got a special treat for you. Need a new toy to spice up your sex life? Head over to loveshop.ca slash sexedmonton and get yourself a cock ring, a dildo, a vibrator, or even a life-sized sex doll. (laughs) 
Damn, I guess love really does come in all shapes and sizes. Get 15% off your entire order when you use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout. They're shipping to all of Canada and the United States because North America is horny. That's loveshop.ca slash sexedwithtim and use code sexedwithtim for 15% off your entire purchase. Happy orgasm! Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do. Only my listeners are sexy as fuck. I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to dalekuda.com, that's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A.com, and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 25% off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me. 25% off. And cherry on top. Free shipping, oh my god. (laughs) I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me. And girl, I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing like a little jockstrap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there. And I'm on the train. I'm just like, "Uh, uh, uh, thank you, Dale. That's dalecuda.com with the code SEXEDWITHTIM for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping. With a deal like that, I swear I could come buckets, honey. The show is about to begin. Yes. Let's turn this back around back to sex education. I'm wondering, do you remember the first time that you had any sort of sex ed? Wow. This is a different topic. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, the thing that, the one, yes, I do. I do. It was middle school. From what I remember, it was middle school and they showed us uh, what I, the part of it that I remember the most. Oh no. There was one before that. It was fifth grade and um, our math teacher was, was in, in fifth grade was one of the only uh, he was the only male teacher in our, on the wing. He was the only male teacher that we had. Mm-hmm. So he was a math teacher. So I guess, I mean, and he was kind of like a a macho, he was this like macho guy, Mr., what was it, How? I think it was How. And um, we, we were all, and I guess he was like, he, he taught us, I, I remember he was like teaching us about like body parts. And I remember him teaching us about boners or something. But we were in fifth grade and I had, I really had no idea what was going on. It was like a little bit too early to comprehend like any of this. That was my main thing. Like, <laughs> the only thing I remembered is that he loved like drinking mouthwash right from the bottle. Like that was uh, just like, that's really what I remember about this what? math teacher. I, like, yeah, it was like Listerine <laughs> or those. And, and also the fact that he had to teach this was weird because he was just a weird guy who wasn't particularly like warm or helpful or like <laughs> no, but everyone thought he was kind of like this is awkward a and like you need overly masculine, like <laughs> yeah, like overly, overly like distant, like bro man, guy man. He just who, did like, not you know, want to be there. <laughs> and so there was I don't I didn't get much out of that. Um, and then in middle school, I remember what I remember what struck me the most was the slideshow of. Really, they show like up close what STDs look like, and I don't know for the what? fucking life of me why this was the 
predominant education that I received in liberal suburban uh, New York, from suburban New York City. But I would say the predominant sex ed that I received in my middle school and high school years, or a big part of it, was showing up close images of what STDs look like on somebody. And I, and I don't, I don't think this is a good form of sex ed. Um, I, it's clearly a scare tactic, although there's, there's, a, there's an important element to that. Like, obviously you don't, you want people to understand that these are big risks, but they always did this. And I'm a very queasy person. So there was a time where they showed these images up front. And every time I dreaded every t- part of this sex ed class, because every time it would happen, I would go completely green in the face. Literally, I turn a new color. Like later on, people would tell me, why are you green? And when they would show the up close images, I would go into the hallway and um, I think I threw up in the hallway once. <laughs> I, I, Fuck. I threw up in the hallway from this and a janitor had to clean it up. I didn't even make it to the bathroom is my recollection of this. And, and I never even like could like tell anyone that this would always happen. But every time they would show these images at any of the sex ed classes... I would be like, okay, don't go green, don't go green, don't go green. And I would like go completely green and had to leave the room. And because they would do it in a way that was like, not even like here's syphilis, but it would be like a, a whole stream of images would be like, here's syphilis, here's chlamydia, here's gonorrhea, here's AIDS and like, well, whatever. And so it, they really, they really poured it on. Oh my God. That is so yeah. fucking insane. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I've never talked about it before. Disappointed, but not surprised. Like, that's kind of what North American sex ed is always like, wherever you go. Even up here in Canada, like, it's fucking gross and outdated. It's ridiculous. But obviously, it doesn't seem like it affected you that much, considering you yourself are an identified cum dump. Um, (laughs) Excuse me, uh, my pronouns are... Come dumpster. Come dumpster. Uh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> Piss pig. Uh. <laughs> I've, no one has ever called me come dump. I don't respond to come dump. Can you tell us about like the first time? And you're right, by the way. My sexual habits and my entire life and my mental state, I'm 100% healthy. I have no problems. <laughs> 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 that's why... That's why I'm a comedian, and I have no body image issues, and I have no issues with absolutely STDs, none. And, and I'm like Mister <laughs> Mister Well Adjusted. I'm like, wow. Oh, um, uh, whatever you know, I have no issues. You yeah, got. I don't go to therapy. I am securely attached. I know how to regulate all of my emotions. Yet I, I am I'm so not funny. a bottom who pretends to be a top. Hi friends, so I'm really glad that you made it this far into the episode and I'm sure that you're having a wonderful time. Unfortunately, what happened during the first time we recorded was that, I don't know, the recording software basically cut off Keenan's entire vocal track and I don't know what the fuck happened there. Uh, so we had to record, or rather re-record, part two. And I figured, you know what? I'm just going to keep whatever I got from part one and then include part two in here. Because he's really funny and I had so much fun recording with him. And yeah, I hope that you're enjoying the show so far. Make it all the way to the very end because we love you.
and I hope you love us back. So with that said, let's get on with the show. How have you been? It's been a while since we last spoke. Well, I have a new couch. Fun. Um, And I have been living in Mexico. I think we probably spoke like five months-ish ago or something. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been living in Mexico City. I've been doing stand-up comedy uh, in Mexico. I've been um, doing stand-up comedy in Mexico City and, and in Puerto Vallarta. Just came back from Puerto Vallarta where I did my show in English for a month. In Mexico City, I do shows in Spanish and in English. Mm-hmm. Last night, I had a show in English and then a show in Spanish. So people, it's, it's, it's uh, who else is doing that is what I want to say. Right. Uh, anyone else? Everyone's doing that, right? <laughs> um, and uh, what else can I tell you? Um, I, I did other things, but I'm minding of the new year happened for all of us. We had a new year. I went to New York and uh, did my show in uh, my hour in New York at the end of December. And I'm really proud of how that turned out oh, in Manhattan. Fun. The first time I ever did my stand-up comedy hour special information in Manhattan, New York. Oh my God. Where I'm, you know, kind of from. Congratulations. Where can I Thank see the you. special? Break it. What? Oh, it's yeah. not Noel. It's building towards what I want to create. It's 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 uh, a, it's my stand up hour that has not that I, I'd like to make into a special soon. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. I want to be the first one to see it. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want. I would it. love that. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll um I'll record it and as soon as we're done, we say we have to get it to Tim from Sex Ed with Tim, <laughs> and they're gonna be like, no, it's not ready yet. It still needs to be edited. I'm like, no. I don't care. I told Tim he'd be the first. He needs to see it raw. <laughs> As like everything else I do in life. Yeah. Uh, raw dogging it. Uh, speaking of raw, exactly. I literally just came Come home on. last night at 5 a.m. after my oh. first date with a doctor. And Ooh. yeah, it was great. Uh, and because of the snowstorm, we ha- I had no choice but to stay over at his place. <laughs> so, Ooh, convenient i know isn't it it was so romantic convenient. it was like a huge blizzard and thunder was coming down wind was gusting and then it's just two of us in his apartment you like, do seem you really doing? happy and and centered <laughs> i think but it's just because i just got fucked um yeah <laughs> that's why that's really nice am i not I... usually happy and centered <laughs> or am well, i well i've only met you once before but you seem centered like more centered than before more oh well thank you it's all the yeah. xanax and clonazepam that i got prescribed so oh yeah i <laughs> yeah i take i've had more i take that stuff too i have more anxiety recently and so i went mm. back and took the boost birone uh boost bro boost bar or whatever it's called yesterday so i have that there in case i need it that sounds like a and cocktail like, mm, should i do it oh yeah Boost Why am I telling the world this? I don't, know, <laughs> I don't want them to know about my anxiety medication. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. I but um, so you did the doctor. Yeah, and he did you rather. We we did both. We did each other. Yeah, cool. Pretty fun. Uh, what is his name? First, middle, and last. <laughs> and his social security number and <laughs> his uh, address. Is he a good doctor? What kind of doctor he is? <laughs> is, is a he good doctor? I, I might have like, some issues. Uh, 
So he says he's a doctor, but I don't know if he's, he never claimed to be a good doctor, like how I don't claim to be a good sex educator. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> we just have the credentials I, for it. But uh, when we first met on you, our date. How do you date, get work without claiming to be a good sex educator? People just listen to the garbage I put out on Spotify. Oh my Apple. God. You're like a public person who's yeah. a sex educator and you're doing a podcast. Yeah. Like, I do garbage. <laughs> Like, I hope y'all know I just spew the brand. Garbage. Absolute like, basura. The best way to have sex is to meet a guy, get fucked, <laughs> never get his number. His name, you know, not his name, not his face. Get completely emotional and vulnerable with him from the start. <laughs> and that's the best thing to do. And tell him all about your exes and all about your problems and all your red flags up front <laughs> so that he knows. And then you'll get every guy. Listen, that's the hottest thing about a guy is when he unpacks all of his trauma and i can be his daddy figure the one that was never there in his childhood (laughs) no um so the doctor that i slept with uh he first described himself in the best way possible uh you know the show house yeah i mean yes yeah yeah that guy was good yeah uh so house's job isn't like an actual job but that's the closest thing that he can describe it to where he like looks at rare diseases and like diagnoses them damn that's like an exciting doctor oh yeah keep this guy this is not a normal doctor i mean (laughs) i just i just got over being dumped keenan like it's kind of hard i know the guy actually dumped me right like a week after my birthday so that's fun uh (laughs) i'm telling this on the show that's the worst that's sensitive i know that's the worst and he dumped me over text uh, how long were you with him well four months which is like eight years in gay time right so (laughs) when's your birthday january 25 yeah so you're still in the period where you have to get over it it takes a while sometimes depending the only way i'm getting over it is to get under another guy right so (laughs) yeah Um, that's that's the fun part of it yeah how are you doing how are you holding up Eh, eh, it could be better but you know what Eh, and i'll I'll get to a place where i'm like all right fuck you uh i'm on to the next one and i kind of am i have another date set up for tomorrow so that'll be fun it's a guy that works in government yeah i have a birthday tomorrow and it's my birthday tomorrow Oh my god! Yeah. Happy yeah, birthday! Yeah, well, this yeah. is gonna come out at thank the end you. of March, so to everybody that's listening, happy belated birthday to Keenan! But mm. wow, feliz cumpleaños! Thank you so much. So it's my birthday. So I hope I don't get dumped a week after my birthday. No. Um, <laughs> oh, are you seeing somebody? But uh, no, not really. I I mean, I'm seeing somebody. There's someone that I'm interested in, but we're not boyfriends. And oh yeah. Uh, so I guess it's like a no and a yes. It gets like. It's in that zone. You never know with gay people. It's like, are we a thing? Are we not a thing? We just fucking what? (laughs) You know. So hard to define. Well, you know, because we don't live in the same place either. So it's kind of like, okay, let's just take a pause. We care about each other, but we haven't really, we care about each other. Right. That's cool. We saw each other recently, but um, so I'm. But he could still dump me in a week by being like, <laughs> you know, this care, this talking to each other and caring about each other needs to stop. Oh and my god! So I could, you know, that. But and, and he's already, I knew him in the past, a couple years ago, and he kind of like 
half dumped me once already. Yeah. So I cannot be half dumped again. So I'm not, <laughs> you know. Um, What's a half dump? Like you're seeing somebody and they're like, and I'm really like them. And then they're like, yeah, I can't. Oh, okay. uh, but like we were never going out, but they were just like, they were, they changed their mind about continuing uh, with the situation. Cause the half dump sounds like you push a little bit of shit out and then flush. All right, out. Tim. All right. <laughs> you know, I was, we were actually getting somewhere in this podcast <laughs> positively. We were moving in a positive direction comedically and, you know, I was smiling and you did just, you just shit went joke. in a really weird way. <laughs> Did I say I was classy and educated? No, no. you're not. No, you're not. But I mean, Never if you're going to go there, noise. yes, we've all also had half dumps where it's like, <laughs> why can't it all not get out? But that's not like being half dumped by a guy. No, no, it's not. Because a half dump by a guy, really, things are, I guess it. things are really, it never really happened. Everything was cut off and you were like, well, I wish I took a whole shit. And you never even could take the whole shit. <laughs> Got to force it all out. Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry. You, you got to no, go with the lowbrow jokes uh, for the lowbrow audience. Um, <laughs> do you think that, like, the guys that we date, we should tell them that we're comedians and, like, if you do something shitty, we're going to tell the world about it because this is going to be comedy fodder. <laughs> no, I don't. You know, I don't want them to know because having to date a comedian, well, first of all, uh, the guy that I'm seeing right now, I did tell a tell a joke about him the other day. This guy that I'm sure that this was a joke about him the other day, like and and I told him, but he's in the arts, so he was like he was fine with it. Okay. Uh, so, but in general, the I think guys they don't want to date me like because I'm a comedian and they don't want to. Is that so? Like they don't want to date you because you're a comedian? Are they scared? At least that's what I tell myself oh. <laughs> uh, about why they're not dating me. But I think it is. I think people think many things happen. One, people will say, are you going to like, are you going to use this in your comedy? Like, you can't be recording this. Are you recording this for your comedy? Da, 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 da. Are you going to take notes? If I'm giving you this for free, I'm not giving you for free. I'm not giving you free <laughs> material. I'm not going to give you all this for free. And those are the guys who are lame because they haven't said anything interesting and they think that they're saying everything funny. Whether it's like, that could be a, a romantic interest or anyone in life. That right. As you say you're a comedian, they're like, oh, you know, I'm giving you free material. You know, I'm uh, like, you're not. That no, you're gay. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I think there's something. About, I, I really don't know. That's why I keep saying I don't know because I'm trying to articulate it. Maybe it's too early in the morning, but something about being a being like the funny one is not necessarily necessarily. I think what everybody wants. I in a you know what I I kind of agree. Like there's this sort of false perception of being the funny guy, right? And I'm also having trouble articulating what it is, but it's like, we're we're not going to exactly feed off of you. We're actually more creative than what you think we are. Um, <laughs> the, that's yeah, I like that's, that's, um, I, I really like it when a, a guy is funny, like a guy I'm with is funny and that gets my sense of humor and makes me laugh. Mm. If, we're, if we're transitioning to what I want in a, in a man, that, that is so key. Someone who's like, who really gets humor and, and whatnot and get and i think when people are kind of like i, I don't match with someone when that's not the case when they're like no. they're they're kind of not funny at all it's kind of like golly like or the, like you're not getting the humor right how would you describe your sense of humor versus the sense of humor that 
you expect from other guys to like turn you on oh wow okay well i'll talk about the guy the, the guy that i'm seeing now is, is it works because it's like well he sings and is like makes funny raps and funny songs oh. and i couldn't i'm not good at that like and he'll just come up with it on the spot and then i can like feed into his song with lines uh and i'm like this is so fun so it's like a new it's a new talents that i don't have and so like if someone ha- yeah someone can have that kind of new talent and then like this person like farts constantly <laughs> and that like loosens things up for me like not not literally but it loosens things up for me i was about and, to say and and like yeah and like i think then then the other side of it is like i think so it lets me be like gross because i'm not as gross as him and i'm kind of gross like All i just guys cleaned are. my apartment today for the first time in weeks like congratulations I'm, you know yeah i i behave like a straight man like <laughs> Queer Eye, someone should nominate me for Queer Eye because I need it. But like, so if someone is more, sometimes more gross than me, I'm like, that was fun. If someone's asking me questions like about my thoughts, because I'll think I'll say something funny and sometimes they'll really laugh, but sometimes they won't get it. But if then if they're just going to ask questions and like prod more, it's their curiosity. And then it gets to even like a funnier place. Right. And you yeah. kind of just riff and just make fun of uh, whatever thought comes into your head. Someone who can riff would be outstanding. This guy has a performance background, so it's awesome. Mm. Most mm. people, they can't really riff. But no, I wouldn't say most people can't riff. I would say half the people cannot riff. The people that you meet? Or at just least. Like... Oh, at wow. least half the people can't riff. Like, really? because if you, to riff, you have to be an open person. You have to be open and you have to build like improv. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. have to, you can't be like, take a line to try to be funny. You have to like yeah. build it. Yeah. You got to be quick on your feet as well because like comedy's in the moment. It's in the moment, but sometimes I, I'm slower. Like sometimes I take a while, but like, it's true. Sometimes the moment's passed, but sometimes it's just like paying attention. Mm. It's just being in the moment and paying attention, rather. Yeah. And, like, being present and listening to somebody. Mm. That's so, the key to improv. Right. So you, you're you turned on by his ability to improv uh, mm-hmm. and, like, riff and everything. How would you describe mm-hmm. your comedy to people who have never heard of you or seen any of your sets? Oh, cool. Good question. I guess the word that comes to mind that I've used since the beginning is refreshing. Like, it's mm. not what you think it's going to be. Um, I'm definitely like on the side of like, not, this sounds weird to say about yourself, but I'm on the, like, I can be like endearing to a crowd. I feel like, so mm-hmm. again, that sounds, I hate saying that about myself. You don't want to, <laughs> it's, you know, you don't like, like you don't enjoy, trust me. I don't enjoy saying that, but it's still so masturbation. Yeah. I don't like it. And maybe it's not even true. I don't know. But, it, but anyway, aside from that, it's like, it's refreshing, uh, a little surprising, I'm definitely like it comes at you a little bit like I'm I have a I think it's a New York style like we're gonna come at you with jokes and the point is to make you really laugh sometimes I'm kind of quite animated and um that's a terrible description of my comedy it's so bad because it's really so bad the way I just described my comedy. better in person <laughs> it's, I'm an elevated version of myself on stage yeah. the person you're getting now is who you're getting on stage but it's elevated and with jokes and i a lot of my comedy a good percentage is based on 
it's my real life experience that I then, something that really happened to me that I spin into comedy. Mm. So something that happened to me that might've been a little funny, but then I'll like turn it into, I'll really heighten it. So everything is really kind of based in reality. And I am trying to make you, ugh, I am trying, I mean, eh. I, I, <laughs> I, even though it's all fun, even though it's all funny, I would be lying if I said, I am trying to make people kind of think and open their minds a little bit in a different way. Ah, you know? So, I mean, cool. just talking about the gay stuff and the sex stuff, I have a lot of jokes about my, my gay identity and they're, a lot of them are, are really, they're meant to be for everybody. They're not, they're not meant mm-hmm. to just be for LGBTQ folks. It's meant to be like, uh, and this would be because, especially when I started seven, eight years ago, your crowds are everybody. Your crowd is not a gay crowd in New York. So it's like, I'm going to tell a joke about um, being gay or about something that may allude to gay sex, but it's like, I want you to understand it, uh, straight guy. <laughs> or a straight woman so that you're like in the beginning it was like so you're like oh it you know we relate to him right you know we relate to him it's like you want your, kind your material to be like universally relatable so it's not just one concentrated audience you know you want everybody to yeah laugh. and i think that's what we all want as entertainers as comedians we want everybody we want our, our material to reach as wide an audience as possible we're like chlamydia um, yeah, yeah, you know, and then without the burning sensation, things change. You know, then you'll do a show that's more for gay gay audiences, and mm. then like your your my my set will change a little bit. So you have to sort of yeah, you're always adapting depending on the audience. Mm-hmm. How was your last uh, set? Mm. Was it good? Not really. Uh, oh no. <laughs> well, I'm here in in Mexico, and sometimes the room is. A, well, my last set was good. Let me not start at the negative. The last set was in Spanish. And um, I haven't done stand-up in Spanish in a minute. And uh, so I was a little worried. But I went in and I did like almost 15 minutes. And I pretty the laughs were, I really had the rooms, a small room. And the laughs were like consistent the whole time. So that was better than I could have imagined. I ended up riffing with the crowd about how... It's easier to, I have kind of working on a new joke about how it's easier to find a girlfriend than it is to find a good girlfriend than it is to find a good gay boyfriend, you know, because, and it's kind of the premise is like, I used to, I used to actually date women and I, the women that I dated were fantastic. They were great Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. And I've been out of the closet for 11 years and I think I've had maybe one good boyfriend, maybe. Like it's, and so the joke is, is, is about how, and then I ended up talking to the, the whole crowd about that in the first time I, that I've ever done it in Spanish, but about um, how the standards are, are harder for gay men than it is for, for a man who wants to get with uh, a woman. Yeah. Um, that, that man has it easier. He, 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 he just has to be, Anyway, it's a joke. It's a whole thing. But, you know, you, you're great. You're a man. You're a man who's nice. Uh, you're <laughs> a man who's minimum. nice, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. My best friend, she's like this bisexual woman. And whenever we're out together, people always assume we're married. Like, okay. we're... we're <laughs> like, is that really the sign of, like, a, a true Will and Grace kind of relationship? 
where you got like the really flaming homo and then like the somewhat butchy dykey kind of lesbian she's also a lawyer so like you know she she's always around like suits and everything and people always assume that we're we're married or boyfriend and girlfriend and we're like really should we just play into it should we just pretend and like get benefits out of this <laughs> co-sign on a mortgage why do you think people assume you're together? Because you, you look, I feel like, well, I guess you could, I haven't seen you in full 3D, but I guess you could pass for a straight guy. I, my other best friend has told me that I am, in his words, the straightest gay guy he's ever seen. Uh, oh. I mean, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like, Occasionally I get that comment. I used to get it a lot more, but I can't right? it. So that's what this conversation is, the... <laughs> The straight passing gays, <laughs> the mask, uh, talking on the uh, I'm, on the on the podcast. I, Some people, when I say that, they like laugh. They're like, "Oh, I knew you were gay from the block, the cruise, the cruise boat. I knew you were gay from the Princess Cruise." I don't know. I'm imitating a gay man, but that's not. It's really more like an old woman. I knew you were gay. Ah, you think you're straight passing? And these people freak out. Like, how dare you, man, Keenan, think that you passes straight? You're so cocky. And I'm like, you're you're going a little nuts there. I think you know, you have the issues. I don't think it's just what people. It's like what people say it happens occasionally. I'm not like making it up. It's not. I, I don't really care. I don't no. really give a shit either way. Like, <laughs> do you think I'm saying this because I'm trying to impress your stupid ass in your stupid polo shirt and tight shorts and your neat haircut? You look the same as the other white uh, boat shoe wearing Fire Island <laughs> monsters. Oh my god! Oh, please, Fire Island. That's such a trigger phrase for me. Uh, fuck that place. Um, but also. Uh, I've never been there and I would like someone to take me including if you're the monster that I just talked about (laughs) please take me if you're white you know but if you are white and rich uh, you'll never like me so it doesn't matter (laughs) that's fine white white rich guys they never I haven't got a single like on Tinder by a white rich guy rich guy ever in my life but they're your ticket a a white successful guy but they're your ticket to fire island they don't like me I'm too gritty for them or too no uh, I'm not uh, Mayflower white enough for that. <laughs> you can always hang out at Wall Street and see who is like, you know, kind of eyeing you. Good idea, Tim. Oh, <laughs> hi, I just got to New York. How do I get to Wall Street? I want to <laughs> hang out to meet a man. Oh, have you ever been to New York, Tim? Uh, multiple let me just times. Go to Wall Street and look around. <laughs> I've been to New York multiple times, and I still have no idea. I don't no even think anyone's there York. anymore. They're working no? for behind their computer. I don't That's think true. They're... Let me go to the New York Stock Exchange. Exchange. <laughs> Does anyone have any ticker tape? Uh, it's sound... a recession. It's re- <laughs> everything's falling. I don't know. Where but, is this um, accent coming from? You're looking at 1920s know. It's, transatlantic. Oh, yeah, it's 1920s. Well, because I was thinking of the recession when the, not, when the stock market fell in the 1929. Uh. And then I started thinking of Wall Street where people actually were there, and there was ticker tape falling everywhere and people <laughs> jumping out of windows because they were because all their stocks went to zero and their life was ruined so that's where i was trying to meet a man Is... and i might have been able to meet a man at that time in my life because then you probably could just like wink at guys and just try to put a like a handkerchief in your back pocket and then you <laughs> fucked under the fulton fish market <laughs> 
You know, it happens here too in the financial district here in Toronto. There's like literally oh. one bathroom in this financial district where all the suit bros, they just come in and cruise. It's kind of hot. Uh, okay, I thought you said soup bros. And oh. I was like, okay, these, are, these are soup bros. They love a, they love a lobster bisque. <laughs> they uh, love their cream of mushroom. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, the French onion. Now suit. <laughs> Soup bros, soup bros. Um, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if that was a subcategory. They're out there having a hearty minestrone. <laughs> they're not. They're not this soup pansy having a cream of carrot. They only do no, a, a potato mask. minestrone. <laughs> I'm a soup bro, bro. Um, yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I what is that? For, uh, what is a Doctor Utker and nothing else? Uh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna ignore that because I don't know who that is, Doctor Utker. But oh god, a, that must be a, a Canadian thing. brand of soup, tomato soup. I have no idea. Oh. Um, but anyways, what I was trying it's to not get at enough for me. No, was uh, I was trying to get at is oh, like Campbell's. <laughs> Tastes like water. There you go. That's Tastes a universal. Like water mixed with be- just bean water. Who needs anything more? I went camping with Campbell's. <laughs> Superbros.com. <laughs> You just, you may have just pitched a new brand of soup for the masculine men out there. Uh, definitely. And, <laughs> can you believe? Uh, <laughs> I was, but anyway, but I, I, I wanted to say the suit bros go down there. They have a thing in Mexico yeah. uh, called the Ultima Vagon. Okay. Do you have any idea what that could be? The last something. I don't know. Vagon. 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 Vagon? Wagon. Wagon. Wagon, okay. The last wagon. Do you have any idea what this might be? Hmm, the last wagon. That sounds like a bar? Okay, that would be a fun name for a bar. Yeah. Any other right? guesses? Uh, it is gay. It is It is homo-related. So, a bathhouse? Oh, <laughs> uh, you're getting there. I'm getting there? Okay, what is Wait, it? What has wagons? What has wagons? What has wagons? Uh, Like a... I don't know, a train? Uh, yes! Oh! Ding, ding, ding! <laughs> Wait! You got it. What? So, so uh, the last what. wagon, what do you think? It's infamous in Mexico City. Why do you think, if we're talking about gay topics? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, geez. I don't know. Are you what guys you talking about in, in trains? Are you what? running a train? Not running, running a train, train, running a train as in like penis ass, penis ass, penis ass. <laughs> but, that, that's absolutely what it should be. That's, <laughs> so it's, it's, so it's, it's not the actual subway. It's just oh. like a train of penis, at, penis, dick and penis, ass, dick and ass. Yeah. Or that's what they do on the train. If you want to go to the last Wagon on the train, the last uh, train car that's what's happening in there. You got to get to the caboose. No one wants to actually touch each other. They just want to no. stand there in a line. <laughs> no, it's a, so it's like, hank, you know, hanky panky in the last train ride. So if you want to like get a little dirty or like look at somebody, you can touch them under their pants or whatever. You go to the last, the Ultima Vagon, and you can just get, you know, just it's just got the reputation where you can hook up with people that's hot so it is kind of like a bathhouse on a train or whatever i guess i've never done it but 
it's a it's a major it's a thing here in mexico city oh my god how come you've never been that sounds totally up your alley i well that was an insult tim that sounds totally <laughs> up your alley having sex with a homeless smelly man who can't get a guy i didn't mean to say it like that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, what do you know about up my alley? You think I'm going to dark rooms all the time? You could and, be. Yeah. Well, now you're you are right. You are. Right. <laughs> um, no, I'm not. I'm not always like that uh, at all. But like, I, I guess I'm just imagining. I don't know. Like, I I used to like that kind of. I used to would have maybe like that stuff. I guess I'm a little, I guess it doesn't appeal to me that much, to be honest with you. No. And maybe I'm a little, I mean, I go and I do experiences like sexually. I take experiences and I, I do, I think I'm adventurous. Mm -hmm. um, but that, th that one, I've never gone over the top nuts for it. Uh, maybe one day. Maybe I'm a little chicken about it. Oh. <laughs> what am I going to do? Like touch his dick. I have a dick. You have a dick. Let's touch. Let's get, I mean, let it gives a fuck. I know what a dick is. I'm 37. I've been around a lot of dicks now. I, I don't know. You want me to get, I don't know. We've seen enough. Me nuts anymore. Yeah. We've seen now, enough. <laughs> if I saw, I am like this. If I am on the train and I see a guy just in a, like, and I think the guy's really hot, I will make eyes with him and I will follow him home. Uh, I'm just kidding, but I will, <laughs> I, I will, I will like be, I feel like I will, if he gets off, I will be like, oh, it's my stop too. <laughs> and like, just like be like, oh, I love, oh my God, we were on the same, like, um, oh my do you know God, how to get here? I'm trying to get to the, I'm trying to find, you know, Wall Street or whatever. Do you know how to get there? Oh my God, I love your hat. And then it might turn into a conversation. And if he walks away, I'm like, oh fuck, he was straight or he thought I was a creep. <laughs> uh, you know, but I, uh, but, but sometimes I like, I'll flirt with, I, I am really turned on by like actual old school flirting, old school flirting as in like batting your eyelashes and oh, like, yeah, like making eye contact. Yeah. From, <laughs> from afar. Contact. Oh my God. Isn't that just basic human interaction that like a lot of people like are just so anxious about now? Eye contact? No Probably. God, no, that Probably. makes me, that makes me nervous when people look at me on the subway. I'm like. Please don't perceive me at all. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you can't be creepy about it. There's ways to do it, but and I think I really look at people, and I don't realize because I've never seen, I don't see myself doing it. Mm. But I think I really aggressively look at people, and I don't think it's aggressive. <laughs> but I think I just, I am sort of by my nature aggressive, and you don't seem I that mean, aggressive to me. Oh, that's good. Thank you. I, I, I just think that I, I'm a lot. And I think like when I want something, it's like, like, no, like I'm kidding. Okay. But when I want something, it's like, no, like, cause I feel like I'm a little, I try to, I'm not the most subtle guy in the world by any stretch of the fucking imagination. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I am not the guy, the, the, the guy that I'm seeing now, he goes, there's nothing dainty about you. Uh, <laughs> like, it's like, I just, you're getting what you get usually. And I don't know subtlety. And subtlety is like, well, if I was not subtle, then language. they might miss the point. Yeah. Subtlety is not our language. So I'm not, you know, you do have to get good at it. But anyway, I think I will stare. Boy, I'm going off on this podcast. Tim. Do it. I'm just talking forever. Do and it. Like, whatever. I don't mind. I don't mind. What's the actual structure of this podcast? Do we have, I have okay. no Do we have any structure. questions that need to be answered? I nope. don't know. No structure. Good, good, good. Good, good, good. <laughs> 
I'm high. I'm stuck good, in good, snow. Good. I have but, like yeah. I have every, yeah. all the Is time. Is this gonna in the world. be a video? No, no, it's all well? audio. I, girl, do I do oh. not have money for video editing? Oh my god, can you imagine? Oh, it'd be fun if it was. <laughs> I thought the whole time it was video, so I was focused on my. I cared about my appearance and everything. Oh, you're so sweet. I, I got don't a care about my this. appearance. I shaved my pubes for this podcast. Oh uh, well, I can see your pubes, but the listeners won't be able to see it. So. It, oh, guys, it's really? clean. It's nice wow. and shaven. It looks like a brand new baby giraffe. It's it looks great. Wow, that's very kind to call it a baby giraffe. Because <laughs> that's I figured excellent. What could be the longest kind of? Uh, I'm not even gonna. That's so anymore. nice. Wow. <laughs> I wish You're someone would welcome. look at my look at it and be like, "That's really a baby giraffe." <laughs> that would be. That would be fun. I, I once heard a guy call an erect penis that was so big, it looks like a baby arm holding an apple. And oh, wow. that changed me as a person. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah, that would also yeah. change me as a person. I would I would be thinking about that for a long time and wistfully Yeah, uh, just like staring out jerking off to it for a month. <laughs> You're staring out onto the train and just like a baby arm holding an apple. Man, what a world. <laughs> <laughs> so can I ask how you met this guy? Was it online or in person? Oh because I feel like a lot of gay guys have been meeting online. And those aren't don't really last that long, as evidenced by my last relationship. This guy I met down in Mexico and... Down in Puerto Vallarta, and but we—I had seen him on Grinder, and then I saw him in person at the at a bar, uh, and I recognized him from Grinder because I had mm. said hello on Grinder, and then I started talking to him in person. Okay. Um, so yeah. I guess that's kind of a half-half situation. Oh, uh, and how long have you guys been together? I need help. No, we're not together. Or you know, we interacting. Got to, well, I met him two and a half years ago and oh, wow. i can't believe this is all about i can't believe this is a conversation about this person <laughs> uh i hope this conversation burns if this relationship doesn't work out if this whole podcast burns but uh, Curse my show. i met i met I, I met him and uh we sort of started talking again recently we met two and a half mm. years ago we spent you know about a week getting to know each other in in mexico it was it was magical and then now here we got to we sort of been talking again. Oh, I want that two and a half years. My longest. You want is... what? It was nothing. It was, I want you know, something. We, we, just, we haven't been. We're not together. We just. I know, but I want you, something. Trust me, you don't want what I have. Trust me. <laughs> you, there's. There, I'm not in a relationship, and Ugh. this is somebody that you know I care about. Is there a huge dick behind you? <laughs> Is that the first time you're noticing this? Yes. It's yeah. A huge. I actually dick have two. It's like a stuffed animal dick. And yeah, it like is. Really it's a body pillow. Man. Our, oh, yeah. So, drawing of a really hot man. Yeah. That's a dick body pillow that look. It reminds me like right out of the show Big Mouth, like one of yep. the um, dicks that fly for um, from Morty's, the hormone monster dicks. Yep. Yeah. So that's a body pillow. This one is Jackson, as in like Jacks on. Yeah. And then lying down there is like another big white dick whose name is Richard Dick for short. Okay. Uh, I don't the, see the white dick. Oh, yeah. He's out of frame. But the painting okay. that you see is uh, from my good friend. His name is Kirby. 
and he he's a watercolor artist and that's a guy tied up in rope and then his dick yeah. is being pulled so yeah good stuff oh his dick is being pulled backwards towards his body no pulled like towards the it's it's kind of like from a first person perspective like so there's I just a hand can't see oh i can't see anything on his dick other than oh yeah dick. no there's a hand that's pulling his dick uh towards oh. us yeah Oh, cool. I didn't... Okay. Well, yeah. I can tell it's a really good drawing. It's and, great. Um, I can tell that the, the dick, the, the stuffed animal dick is absolutely enormous. It's literally five feet tall. Yeah. It's modeled after me. Ah! <laughs> after mine. <laughs> Whenever people ask... Like, when guys on Grinder they ask me, can I see how big your dick is? This one right here. Five feet. This stuffed animal. <laughs> They're like, why is it so that color of red? <laughs> I literally just had a guy message me on Grinder while I was on my date, just like with the question, smooth hole. Like <laughs> Yeah. Can I can I at least oh. get a hello? <laughs> Please? <laughs> smooth I mean, it's very specific. Yeah. Like not even are you a bottom, just right into... Right into there. Does your yeah. profile say you're a bottom? My profile says I'm verse? versatile. Versatile. Yeah, And then he I just And he just went smooth hole. <laughs> also, That's my someone who wants something really specific. Right. I always feel like... And I'm not going to begrudge anyone for it's like For me, the people who go in and they want to know like smooth hole or whatever, something like that. Hung. And fair, fair enough, I guess. Fair enough. I'm not gonna, but for me, it's like I want to know first. Like, is this for? I want to know. Like, is this person attractive? Is this is this person someone I want to have sex with? Do they turn me on? I honestly like. Can they hold a conversation a little bit? Like, are they cute? And then it's like, okay, what's their whole like? I, <laughs> I think he, other people like. Then I want to know, and I want to know, but. Other people, I think, will go the reverse way, and I'm like, I don't want a smooth hole on a um, a busted face. Yeah, I don't know. Just for me, just for me, it's like <laughs> I think no, I, uh, I Grinder want... has become right has gotten it... more like that, and I guess that's okay. But then there's that new app it's called like Sniffies or something. But I think smooth hole might more be more for Sniffies. Sniffies. It's not even an app. It's like a website. Oh, okay. Yeah, right? It's like it's, No, I guess it's fine. I just yeah. don't need it. Okay, anyway. No. I just wanted to be greeted. I, what I'm trying to say hello. is smooth hole and hairy hole are okay with me. <laughs> just have a nice face. <laughs> smooth and hairy but, and anything in between. Stubbly, uh, drooping a little. Yeah. This is an equal as opportunity. As long as your hole, hole doesn't hurt me. As long as your hole doesn't hurt me, I'm probably okay with your <laughs> hole. There's not many holes I've seen where I'm like, no, I can't. What not kind next. of a hole would hurt? Like, if it has teeth? No, like, let's say there was stubble there, like you said. And oh, then he yeah. was, like, chafing against you because it was like, you know when you're kissing somebody and it, like, it hurts? I like that. Because they're stubbly? I kind of like that. Personally, for okay. me. Yeah, I love a good stubble. Uh, what I didn't but like... you never felt like this is going to give me a rash? I, I like the friction of it. I guess that's yeah. just no. Me. I like some stubble is good, but you've never had bad stubble to hook up with. Oh actually yeah, like it might actually, hurt. yeah. No, I've had some guys who have shaved all like very poorly, and 
Yeah, yeah. It's caused a little bit of mm, itching yeah. right afterwards. Uh, no, but I get it. I love a nice, smooth hole, a hairy hole, a hole that's bleached, if you want. Yeah, I don't... Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I've been with bleached holes. I've never <laughs> asked. I also don't know how to get your hole bleached. Like, do they just put a crest white strip on that? Or, like, I don't know... I don't think so. No? I think you go to a special woman who puts bleach on a strip <laughs> and and then rips it off. Is that bleach? I'm guessing just that's rips what off the is. color off your anus. Just because I don't think you're like you know your anus is gonna soak in a in a in a in a little bowl of bleach. That seems weird. Like you have to like bend or like just squat and then you're just like letting it. I don't think that's gonna be effective. No. So how would you bleach a hole? I guess you would. It's chemical bleach. Like, how does the bleach stay? How do you bleach something that actually stays? Do you load up a douche? It would have to become the color. I don't know how that works. Yeah, because you have to color match it too. Like Sephora. You have to... Oh. (laughs) You have to pick a shade. (laughs) Make sure everything looks like your foundation is matching your skin tone. Well, you don't have to, I guess. Like recently, no. I was with a guy who was pretty light skin color, and the dick was dark. Oh, and it was like a, it was kind of like a, a pick your own adventure. A nice um, contrast bonus for me. Mm. Uh, I was like, I thought, you know, I thought I was getting this one thing, and then oh, he's got uh, another trick up his sleeve down there. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that was coming. <laughs> I love it when I connect with a guy and we don't even like share dick pics, but you know, we're, we're connecting intellectually. And then the moment we get into bed and I'm like, Oh, uh, that is a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. That's happened so many times. And also, yeah, like, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not, I like a, a surprise. Size. Yeah. Right. I'm also like not a huge size guy, but like, it's always nice when I get, you know, pleasantly surprised by it. It's always yeah, the, the better twinks. surprised than disappointed. A guy the other day that, uh, and he's a photo. He's in the art. He's a photographer, so I, he might have done this. I believe he edited his dick to make it look bigger in the photos, significantly bigger. Because when we hooked up, it was not <laughs> like that. Um, oh no! And it, it was nice. We had a good time. Uh, it, but I just. That was the first, I was like, yeah, that had to have, that's what he did. And I don't even care anymore. I'm like, Mm. I think we're in a post-accurate dick era. We've reached (laughs) a post-accurate dick pic moment. I think a couple years ago, I think even up until recently, I was like, oh, like, I don't send my dick around to everybody. And like, I have to do that. Everyone wants a dick. and, uh, And now I'm like, the amount of people I talk to that are like, oh, I just find a dick. I'm like, send a pic. Because the guys guys want to see any dick. And I'm like, all right, I don't have to care anymore. I'm just going to send a dick. That doesn't matter whose dick it is. Oh, my God. I love that. That's so uh, sexually mature, I think is the word. Really? Uh, I think so. Like, you just don't care anymore. Dick is dick. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm over it. I mean, it. I care about a dick, but, like, I'm I mean, not yeah. mad at him for what he did. Because I'm like, I mean, it's, I guess he just wants to get a guy that's cute. Mm-hmm. And he knows that we're just in a fucked up world now. We're like, when something becomes acceptable within a new culture, it just, it just stays that way. Mm. And I think 
like whoever at some point started like when grinder started and then the grinder culture develops and then people always want a dick and then someone is like i don't care i'm just gonna send like any old dick and other people start doing that it just becomes like an maybe an acceptable thing mm. and you know uh it's news to somebody like out of that world and news to my naive ass <laughs> you're not I'm that like, naive. people are doing that i didn't i didn't I like I think probably many years ago I would have been like well that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> the times are changing Keenan. I feel like yeah. I, I'm uh, the moment I hit 30 a uh, few months ago is when all the 19 20 year olds were hitting me up and started calling me daddy. Yeah. And I was like did something just shift in the world like just yeah. the second digit yeah. just Oof. it's weird how it just Oof. like shifts like that yeah for me it was like that at, mm -hmm. at, the, at that age also where the kind of guys that wanted that i could get shifted all of a sudden mm, right do you have um, any advice for this new 30 year old that's getting into his 30s okay well depends like what your what what would your like issues be before i give you the advice i just like, want to get a fucking partner who who will like you know not dump me over text and you know treat me like a decent person how about that basic uh, decency i'm not i haven't been in many relationships in my life many gay relationships a couple of them a couple of boyfriends in 11 years mm -hmm. and they were only they didn't neither lasted a year like i'm not the good person to ask but <laughs> um but i do i have learned some things so i think valuing yourself is really important and uh, so people know from the beginning that that you deserve a lot of respect. Mm. And like, was this guy? Were there signs that he was disinterested, uh, disrespecting you from the beginning? Nope, not one bit. So it was a total okay. blindside. That's a lot. He and he didn't. He didn't give you a sign that he wanted to maybe break up and stuff. Nope, nothing at all. I mean, and. And then what the hell did this text say? Uh, what did he say? He's like, hey, Tim, I don't think this is working out. I'm sorry. I mean, he sounds like really, really... Avoidant. I, I don't like that behavior. Like, that's pretty immature and pathetic. At his ripe uh, old age of 47 years old? Yeah. You know, and so who? It maybe it comes down to the guys you are picking. <laughs> um, my fault. I'm who, the villain. Who I'm is the drama. This man? Like, what did you? What is? Was he supporting you? Was he sexy? Was he? Yeah, he was, was doing he everything. There for you. Yeah. Exactly everything. He was Interesting. Like, supportive. He he was like, and the sex was great. Uh, communication was awesome. And then just one day, out of nowhere, just texted, "Hey, I don't think this is working out. I'm sorry, Tim." And I'm like, "Where the did fuck is respond? this coming from?" Uh, I said, can we talk? And then he left me on red. Yeah, maybe he's going through some weird shit right now. Yeah. Not to defend anybody. Maybe he's going through some weird shit right now. That is really hard and bizarre because right? that's very abrupt. You've you've put four months into somebody's, into time, into, into investing yeah. in this relationship. Like, I would go batshit crazy <laughs> if that happened to me. That's like, your advice for just over text that I... 
because you were did you like him do you love him yeah did you uh we were we're not we didn't even call each other boyfriends we were partners wow yeah, yeah. you cannot break up with a partner over text yeah and something is going on with this guy yeah and it's certainly not you if there were no warning signs and stuff nothing and at all was him not talking about it and he just abruptly left like that he's not able he's he's really bad at this like he something may have been building up with him and he couldn't bring it up or talk about it because definitely something that is important like even early on the relationship is to probably like talk things out and like talk yeah. out a disagreement or a discomfort like well here's the thing uh, yeah. we were supposed to meet up for drinks the wednesday after or so okay so my birthday was on a tuesday and then we were supposed to meet up for drinks the following Wednesday. And then uh, we were supposed to have a conversation to be like, uh, hey, I just want to make sure we're on the same page. And then I'm like, okay, sure, no problem. Uh, and then on Tuesday, so the day before we were supposed to get drinks, that's when he sent that text. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, Wait, so he, he, he wanted to meet up with you uh, because... Did he say why he wanted to meet up? Sorry. He just wanted to talk and make sure we're all on the same page uh, about the status of the relationship. Eh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, and okay, this you is ever, a good like, had that kind of a talk before with him? Uh, that was going to be the first time we were going to have that talk. How did you decide to be partners in the first place? We kind of both just mutually came to that. The, yeah. At first he said, uh, boyfriend and then one day he just said partner and i'm like oh okay that's mm -hmm. what i've been calling you in my head this entire time so mm -hmm. I, I thought we were on the same wavelength until you know we we wanted to really like talk things out and then just out of nowhere he sent that that breakup text i was like where is this coming from eh, it's mm, it's so bleh. i don't even have words to describe it anymore <laughs> Yeah, good for you that you're back to dating already because that's yeah. really, you know, I go into like a dark place where I'm like, is there something wrong with me? Is there so like, that's where I go when I. Oh, I'm still I, there. You know. <laughs> I'm still oh, very okay. much there. I'm just using other guys as a blanket. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been on four dates since the breakup. So. Yeah, that's pretty good. And I've had sex like. 10 times since the breakup yeah 10 ish okay so some of them are just not dates they're just uh just fucks this is so for yeah so some of them you know, it's not a date if you're just fucking somebody oh no so for actual date dates yeah. like you know getting to know each other on a on a intellectual level and then okay. I, i'll just hook up uh, in between them yeah yeah i had a threesome not too long ago a couple of weeks ago actually Ah, that oh, was great. That was exciting. Yeah, it was great. Oh. <laughs> what was good about it? Like, uh, what, what was what worked? Because threesomes are uh, they don't always they don't uh, always work too they well, don't right? Work. It's because everybody in the threesome is like very involved in in the activity. No one's feeling yeah, left out. Yeah. No one's feeling like you know uh, lack of attention. Everyone's always like touching each other and uh, constant consent. It was great. Mm. Also, That's the guy's fun. dick was the size of my forearm. So, yeah, yeah, I I felt it in my throat. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. that'll do. 
that's good yeah so uh, what the only advice is value myself which i guess is you know pretty good advice uh and for anyone listening that's go good to advice. therapy value that yourself too. keep loving yourself i yeah. i meditate many days i like stretch in the morning and do sort of like remind myself to to love myself and be myself in this like mantra in the morning where i like reach up to the sun and start the day and like breathe in and and tell and remind myself it's very that the best gift i can give the world is to be myself oh that's so and, sweet <laughs> yeah but it's true i mean i think like you know i i get uh sad when you know when i have like a, when i notice like a flaw or a mental health struggle or a struggle with ocd that i'm going with i get into depression and i get i get into starting being like why am i like this and all these kind of thoughts and and the best medicine is like to accept yourself the way you the way that you are and your your that everything i have is a gift rather than that 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 there's flaws and there's strengths but that even the the quote-unquote flaws are actual strengths in disguise um because they give you yeah i want that on a shirt so yeah so it's 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 like they give you they make you who you are they give you they they were there for a reason um to propel you somewhere um and to some new part of your life that that and giving you some unique strengths that can that can be uniquely yours and that you can help the world with so um i think we find probably i don't know how that translates into better like guys but we get getting getting better guys but it helps with recovering from the breakup Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um yeah i can attest to that it does help with the recovery process (laughs) oh my god well i'm going on a bunch of dates and uh i if you remember what do you mean it helps with the recovery process what i just said that and also just like uh dating again you know, uh, oh, okay. it, it helps me figure out and refine what exactly it is that I want. Uh, and also like, you know, it, it's a, it's a lot of a self-discovery as well, which I, uh, I, I am discovering more of myself, uh, with each date that I'm going on, what I want and what I don't want. Uh, yeah, that's just sense. everybody do that. Um, and, you know, and practically this person is not for you because of how they are acting. Yeah. That's the practical reality. There was a guy that I really liked last year and he at a certain point acted really weird as I got more intimate and it was heartbreaking because I did not see that coming. I did not mm. see him uh freaking out because i thought he was very into our intimacy and when i directed when i directed the conversation into like i want to consider like being boyfriends he had he 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 couldn't communicate he backed up yeah and it's like now i thought about seeing him again recently because i I miss seeing him and then i remembered it's like no this is going to end badly for me yeah it's very avoidant and so this person i guess unless they come back and then maybe not even this. I mean, I'm probably too much of a softy. Unless they come back with like, look, I'm really going through crazy shit right now. But he's already had a month to like give you a, some kind of reason. I mean, it's like in practice, this person barely hung on for four months. 
Like mm. he was trying to be a normal individual, but he has a lot of work to do on himself and he's not able to be a normal person in a normal relationship. He was basically faking for part of the relationship with you, trying to make this work and hiding his insecurities for fucking four months. Yeah. And the amount of people that he's done this with, it's not just you. Yeah. He's very much like a huge child with uh, too much money to handle. Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah, he is. <laughs> well, money also fucks people up. So, yeah. Um, when you make six figures a year, yeah. You're going to. Well, I'm okay with six figures. Uh, let's not get crazy, Tim. Good Lord. I mean, I, I mean, I think, you know, um, that, I mean, that's not. That, I mean, having $100,000 a year is not too much money that you know what to do with. Oh, it's more. He made a lot okay. more. Yeah. So, oh, okay. yeah. So, so the, okay, it, was, okay. it, was, it, was, it was sexy, you know? It, <laughs> seeing that much money go into someone's bank account, I was like, that's sexy. Uh, but you uh, can have as much money as you want. You can be as good looking as you want. But if you have a shitty personality, then go fuck yourself, I guess. Uh, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Right? If you're yeah. going to just leave someone in, uh, and abandon them and treat them like disposable, yeah, go fuck yourself. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, Keenan, I've, as I've been saying, I've been going on some dates. And if you remember uh, our last uh, recording, and I had these cards with me. <laughs> oh, cool. Red flag. <laughs> you're at flags. You remember. Uh, I want to see how well you defend these dates. Because okay, wait, so my goal here is to defend, defend. yeah, to defend the defend date. this red flag the date, yeah. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the first date I'm gonna go on is that he gives the best hugs. He loves me unconditionally, but he's gonna bring his mom on the first date. Oh, he's gonna bring his mom on the first date. Mm -hmm. Okay, he's gonna bring his mom on the first. Date. Yes, yes, yes. Well, um, his mom is an absolutely incredible cook. And she's there to simply assist cooking in the kitchen with him. Uh, and, you know, make sure that everything is spectacular. He's about to make you the best dinner in the world. And the mom is actually his sous chef. And so he's about to sit, he's about to sit everything down. The mom is in the kitchen. Uh, she uh, joins for dessert, and the reason she joins for dessert is because um, she joins for dessert because uh, her son is a diabetic and she needs to supervise. <laughs> I'm diabetic and it's too. Only because he's a recent diabetic and she needs to supervise, and she she's just there because he just had surgery to uh, remove his pancreas, and so she's. There just to sort of make sure everything's okay. Oh. She didn't listen to the date at all. <laughs> not, not one bit. I have no clue if the pancreas is related to diabetes. Uh, I don't know either, and I'm diabetic, so um, yeah. Wow, that that worked out well. Okay, she'll, excellent. She'll, she'll use Splenda for the flan and not actual refined sugar, which Absolutely. I don't know if that makes it better, but <laughs> probably for a diabetic, right? <laughs> I'm, I mean, can diabetics have Splenda? I, I, I think. I, 
I've been but then you just any... end up with cancer instead of diet and diabetes. Yeah, kind of like pick your own adventure. Which way do you want to go? Cancer or diabetes? Do you want to lose your foot or lose your balls? Um... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, great. I love that. Uh, and this next date, this last date, it's actually the same as last uh, last time we recorded. He's respectful gives great massages but he looks and smells exactly like my dad oh have i heard this red flag before yeah i want to hear okay. a retake on this okay because we we to disclose this to the audience we were we recorded the second half of this podcast the second half was missed yeah so we're re-recording uh yep this months later yeah um okay so say again Again, the, he's, respectful. he's respectful he's respectful he gives great massages but great massages. yeah amazing like rmt style massages but he looks and smells exactly like my dad that's good that he looks and smells exactly exactly like my dad because my dad actually is a is a perfume runs a perfume company and a <laughs> cologne company and has the best smelling cologne that's ever been invented uh and so and it's very expensive so the fact that he uses this cologne means he's rich and he owns the steiner you know owns owning steiner perfume is extremely uh exclusive Lucrative. so when uh ever since i was little uh uh my <laughs> how do i do this when it, when it actually fucking works <laughs> He, he, he looks okay so the the massages the thing is i'm so addicted to these massages and that i'm so relaxed when he massages me that, that like i i uh uh and i i plug my nose as well with, like, anything so i've stopped i've stopped smelling so you know i've stopped smelling because i love the massage so much that i plug my nose and he relaxes me so much that you know we we have sex, and I just, I just uh, use white, use some kind of opposite of white strips on my nose, so I can't smell. Good lord! It's one of those like Vicks, like vapor rub kind of sticks. Yeah. Oh my god. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you're just gonna um, block every. Well, sensation. what happens is, it's yeah. Well. We love each other so much and the massages are so good that we just, we infect our entire, (laughs) uh, infect our entire home with leaked Wuhan coronavirus. And so neither of us can smell anything. (laughs) And we're just both just coronavirus up forever as he massages me. You're going to be in quarantine for the rest of your beautiful lives. Exactly. Oh my God. That... And I'm happy as a clam. <laughs> okay. Amazing. Well, Keenan, I don't know how else to end. Uh, but <laughs> you, thank you again for coming on the show. You're always so funny. You're my favorite guest. And thank you. You, you really wow, are. That means a lot. You really are, which oh is why God. I am giving you the spotlight for uh the end of my comedy series oh so, thank you uh do you have like any anything coming up in 
what is it? Is t- if today's the end of March, April yet? Like, do you have anything yeah. coming up? I move around a lot between the U.S. and Mexico. So let's go sign up. Go to my Instagram at, at Keenan Standup. And then when you click on the link tree, you you can uh, sign up for my mailing list. And I would love you to sign up for my mailing list to find out where uh, for, you know, when I have an upcoming show in your area or to know that there's seven people in Toronto, so I should go do a show in Toronto. Yes, please. Um, and then if you are in Mexico, I'll probably have some shows in April in Mexico. So check my Instagram at Keenan Standup. Like, and, and it's just kind of like, uh, there's always stuff going on. So message me, if, you know, you can always collaborate, ask me, you know, if you work, want to work on something or if you have a show idea or, you know, just let me know. Or want to hook up with you after your set. Or want to um, hook up with me after a set. Also, <laughs> uh, please do. Like, tell me anything. Tell me I'm beautiful. Tell me that, you know, you like my nipples, that you like my muscles, that you like my forehead. Uh, then, uh, then I'm, yeah, I'm happy with all of it. Well, that's kind of the reason why I want you to come to Toronto, so that I can use my moves on you. <laughs> I Oh, it took you this long to hit on me. I can't believe you guys this whole step separate hour without doing it. <laughs> Yeah, you you should you should. Um, I I want to be uh, hit on by you. Perfect, um, and, I will. and we can do a podcast live podcast. We could do a live sex sex edition. right after or during. Right after, because then we'll really be open. All the chakras will be open, and we'll be completely. That is true. Uh, uh. It'll be even better advice and everything after. We I fuck. I actually just had two episodes after my baby giraffe uh, <laughs> fucks your um, my tight little <laughs> my black fucks hole your uh, I don't know like uh, like beaver den. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, deal. Perfect. Uh, and if we record after sex, it wouldn't be the first time. I have two episodes where I literally recorded uh, right after we fucked. So that's really interesting. That's an interesting yeah. experiment. That, that would be yeah. That's coming out. Did you soon. reveal who who it was during yes. the episode? Yes, they're Jeez, like, wow, you're you're very you're a very sex sex positive person. <laughs> like well, someone, I will it. say this: like I'm I'm you're so sex positive that it's disarming. Like I. No. <laughs> I feel like I talk about sex, but so, when I get into the personal nitty gritty, sometimes like I'm jokey. You, as, like a gay yeah. man, mm-hmm. but you are like you'll, you'll just go there yep. directly about your sex life, and I think I'm still a little bit like okay, like should I talk like everything and reveal everything <laughs> I just did last night? Like who wants that? But you, there's power. There's some kind of power that I haven't figured out in in your openness. I in my openness, yeah. Uh, I leave it out in the open, my vulnerability, I have nothing to hide, uh, and I hope that's what people get from this episode, you know, we've been having Mm. such a good time and laughing and being vulnerable, especially as, like, gay men, because that's kind of difficult in the gay community, that, like, we become emotionally vulnerable, because that's not really a familiar, uh, feeling Mm. to us, you know, especially as gay guys, uh, but... You know that this has been such an amazing conversation, Keenan. You're amazing. I'm having a great you time. I oh, thank you. And I can't wait yeah. for you to uh, get your sweet ass over here in Toronto. I gotta uh, get to Toronto. <laughs> I haven't ever been there. I've gotta get to Toronto. 
you will it's true you're gonna be here uh we got like how many comedy venues for you to perform in so and you uh, guys are everywhere in mexico all the gays from toronto yeah. migrate to puerto vallarta puerto? i think i've met all yeah. of you already if I exactly to toronto, i would be like hey oh, i remember you in the uh <laughs> in the boat bathroom in and, the uh, ultima vagon <laughs> In the Ultimo Vagón, we had, we, we, yes, I saw you from Ultimo Vagón, exactly, in the last wagon. Uh, and you only recognize me from the top of my head, because that's all you ever saw me at. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, alright, so people who have made it this far into this chaotic-ass conversation, you know where to find Keenan at, Keenan Stand-Up, sign up for his mailing list, and... Uh, Hopefully he'll be in your area soon, and hopefully he'll be inside of me soon. Uh, <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. You're supporting sex positive content, queer content, and if you don't, then you're homophobic. I don't make the rules. Uh, so uh, see you all on the next episode. All right, bye. Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at Sex Ed with Tim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah.